Kickers. Uh, woo. That took a lot of. That took a lot. Of, that took a lot of energy. Uh, I'm surprised I lasted that long. Um, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to camp. Um, big announcement, guys! Huge announcement. Um, after two years of a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, COVID-19 has come to camp, good boy. I got COVID, guys. I've got COVID. I don't know what strain I've got, but I've got it. And, um... It's, uh, yeah, I got, it finally happened. COVID came to Camp Good Boy. Uh, I tested positive on Sunday. Uh, I have no clue where I got it. Um, and I like, I made that meme where I got the, I, like, I, I've gotten that notification, which I, I guess is that only a California thing, the exposure notifications on your phone. Um, I thought that was everywhere, but, um, yeah, I, I've gotten that twice because I've been around people who have had it. But then I didn't get it, and then I didn't get the notification, but I tested positive on Sunday. And um, first, let's watch, let's figure out what movie I'm going to watch here. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I, I thought, well, let's, let's get to the movie first. Yeah, it's more important than, uh, than my, my COVID story here. Uh, lately, I've been riding AMC, so let's just keep riding that. Uh, where are you? Where are you? The, oh, I, I knew this would be on again. The perfect storm. I knew this was on last night and I was like, I hope that it's on tomorrow when I do the pod and sure enough it's on. Uh, and they're about to get fucking decimated by the wave. Uh, it's the part where Clooney and Wahlberg are up in the main part of the boat and the sun came out, meaning that the eye of the hurricane just showed itself. And they're like, Skippa, we're going to be all right. But clearly these guys didn't pay attention to the day in school where you learn about hurricanes. Or maybe they didn't watch the weather channel enough because literally the eye is where the sun shines in. But then as soon as the eye goes away, uh, the hurricane comes back and fucking takes the, takes the Andrea Gale out. But uh, okay, so back to COVID. Um, yeah, so I tested positive on Sunday and and the thing is is like you know when you have this thing like it like I so I was in Ventura, California all day Saturday, which is like a it was like an hour drive and I was at the beach. I was at I went to uh I went out to brunch. Uh I was up there with a friend of mine. I went to a bar. Then I went to dinner. It was a lot of like moving around. It was a lot of driving because Ventura is like right by a highway. So to get to certain places, you kind of got to like get back on the highway. And it was kind of one of those things where like, like when, when you're in the sun of sun a lot and, and a lot of like too much fresh air can actually make you really, really tired. Uh, that's what I thought it was. I was like, Oh, I'm just, uh, the boat's about to get taken out later. Um, I, that's what I thought it was. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like, I haven't been on the sun like that all day in a while. So maybe it was that, but then like, <laughs> but, but then like, uh, I can't remember the last time that I was in the sun all day and woke up just drenched in sweat. So I, I woke up, I was sweating. I had a, I would, I had a fever like, and it really feels like that first day of the flu where you just can't move. Like I couldn't like the thought of getting up out of bed, was seemed like the hardest thing in the world. Um, and, and I was like, Oh, well I have COVID. Um, like even though I know like there's still the flu out there, it's like COVID is COVID's the main, (laughs) COVID's the captain now that that's going around. So, so I went out and, and, and tested myself and you know, it's funny. I, any other time that I thought maybe I could have had COVID or I was exposed to somebody, you take that at home test and they say, wait 15 minutes for a, um, for a, for a positive, for the positive line to pop up. <laughs> 
waiting that 15 if you don't see that positive line in like the first minute or two you don't have covid that positive line shows up in like 10 seconds when that like when the when the when the juice is is moving along the uh the the whatever the whatever the whatever it is on the test when that liquid starts to seep in uh from where you where you drop it where you drop it in that little hole when that liquid starts to seep across onto the test test spot man that positive line pops up very quickly so if you ever if you ever think you might have covid and you take a test you really don't need to wait the 15 minutes like that. That positive line picks up that COVID very quickly. Um, and it was kind of surreal. Like, you know, look, we've been in this pandemic now for, um, what? Uh, yeah. Two and a half years, two, two and a half, two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of surreal. It's like, Oh wow. F- like finally, um, finally, Kind of the same way I felt when, um, I don't know, like when I finally watched The Wire. <laughs> it's like, oh, got it. Um, so this is what it is. This is what everyone's talking about. Got it. Uh, there's there's Clooney. Uh, Got to go down with the ship. I, I to this day I still disagree with that. Like Wahlberg tries to escape. Clooney now maybe Clooney realizes that there's no hope, but the whole like going down with the ship like. You can't even try to to save yourself. Also, where were the life jackets on that boat? Like, I I just, I hate the captain that goes down with the ship. Like, if I was a captain, I had a ship and it was sinking. I would not go down with the ship. I'd at least try to save myself. Uh, But again, maybe he knew that there was just like no hope. Um, But yeah, so, so anyway, so Sunday is... um, so yeah, so Sunday, those symptoms were, they were kind of the classic like flu symptoms. It was fever and body aches and you, you're fucking exhausted. Um, and it was just like, I was going to work that day, but this none, none, nothing was getting done. And then Monday was, this is for all the people out there who, who haven't heard of anybody of someone's journey with uh, the coronavirus in the last two and a half years. Um, but fuck it, we're telling it. Um, but the, uh, uh, the, the fever, the, the, heart, the real, the fever in the body, aches, it's weird. The fever in the body aches were there, but then they'd go away, but then they'd come back and then they'd go away and then they'd come back again. And the, and then that was really it. It kind of kind of came in waves. And I was like, well, this is weird. Like when you have a cold or flu, it's like a constant with COVID. Everything kind of comes in like a wave. So, so then, so then yesterday, uh, oh, so, so then, okay. So then Monday night, uh, the fever in the body pretty much went away, but then Monday night, the congestion came and Monday night, I was out of it in a way that I've never been out of it before. Like, not in, like you're just off. Um, not in like a, um, not in like a schizophrenic way. You're just, you're just off. Uh, it's hard to even put your finger on it. And then what didn't help is my ears were really plugged up and, um, and like you, you don't, and, and look, I don't know what an ear infection feels like, but I know that like you can get vertigo from it or just kind of like dizziness or, you can just feel very like your equilibrium's all off. Like that's kind of how I felt on Monday night when I was trying to get to sleep. Uh, you're just, you're just way off. And, and I couldn't even unplug my, my ears. It was very, usually I can kind of like cough them and get them to unplug, but they just wouldn't unplug. And then yesterday, yesterday I, I woke up feeling okay. The congestion was still there. And then I tried to work and I just couldn't focus. I was just tired. So then I laid down for about 15 minutes and I, I didn't go to sleep. I just laid down, you know, when you just need to lay down, uh, kind of like arresting your eyes. Remember like resting your eyes in the nineties. Um, that was kind of what I did. I, I just needed to lay down and I did that for 20 minutes. And as soon as I got up, I had this like jolt of energy, like the first jolt of energy since pretty much Saturday, Saturday, like I felt fine, even though I definitely had COVID on Saturday, but I finally like had my energy back. Here's the problem. I, so I got my energy back. I took Molly out. I I was able to actually finally get some work done. Um, 
And then I was sitting on my couch. I was watching, I think, a baseball game. And I ordered dinner. And it, I got these chicken tacos with some chips and salsa. And I, it, it was great. It tasted great. It was awesome. And then it was, uh, I took a shower. And usually I have, the, I, I have this pineapple uh, face cleaner that I've been using for the past, um, the past like two weeks. I've just been on like a real like fruit. <laughs> like I use this pineapple face cleaner and, and lemongrass soap. I've been on a real like fruit uh, cleaner uh, kind of kick, I guess. And so usually this pineapple face cleaner, as soon as I rub it into my face, it's very potent. Like you can smell it. And I was cleaning my face. I'm like, oh, why can't I smell this pineapple face cleaner? And I was like, motherfucker, my, ta- my smell is gone. I picked up the lemongrass bar of soap, put it right up into my nose. Nothing. I, I dried myself off. I, I opened, I literally opened every single like thing in my kitchen. I opened up my, my, uh, my hand soap thing. Nothing. I opened up a bottle of Basil Hayden's. Now, here's the thing about that is smells like, like whiskey and like a, like a tin of Altoids or like a jar of minced garlic. You, it's almost like your nose can't smell the odor. It can feel the odor. Like, like, like the menthol in, like, I guess that's what it would be in like a thin, a thing of mints. You can, you can feel like you can feel that smell, uh, but you can't smell it. And same with whiskey. Like you can, you can almost smell the burn of whiskey, but you can't actually smell the flavor of it. It's very strange. So I was like, Oh my fuck. My smell is gone. Um, and then I, and then I popped an Altoid and I, I kind of knocked it around my mouth a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, my, my smell is still there. But then this morning, my smell, my, or I'm sorry, my taste, my taste is gone. So my smell and taste are gone. But now I, fi- but I finally feel fine. Like, that's the thing. This is the weirdest virus ever. Um, it really is a designer virus. It's so fucking strange. So, so yeah, so I feel pretty good, but my, yeah, my smell and my taste is gone. And literally I just had a cup of coffee and it, it, it I mean, that sucks. Cause I mean, that's, that's one of the highlights of, of my morning is, is that cup of coffee, like everybody's morning. And literally it's just like, you're just staring at it and it's like, you're drinking a mug of just hot black water <laughs> and like, it sucks. Uh, granted coffee is a strong odor and you can, you can taste like a tiny, the tiniest, faintest hint of it, but it's just not there. It is not there. (laughs) So, um, and I actually thought that I lost my sense of taste and smell on, I think it was Monday. Monday was the shittiest night. I was the shittiest I felt. And I thought that I'd lost my, so I, I, I ordered Instacart on Monday cause I needed groceries and I had forgotten to get LaCroix. Uh, that's how I knew that I was really sick. Um, <laughs> that I forgot LaCroix because I have that shit every night. Um, but so, so then, so I had to Instacart some, some LaCroix and, but they didn't have the, the grapefruit that I wanted. And they sent me a picture of, uh, like another one, another brand. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like it's the grapefruit. Like I, that's my favorite flavor. So yeah, that's fine. Just put, give me that. So then it came and I tried it and what was the, it was, uh, it was, uh, Soleil, this new sparkling water Soleil. Um, and I was drinking one and I'm like, oh shit. Like I can't really taste the grapefruit, but it's basically just because like Soleil is just a shittier brand of sparkling water. It's not as good as LaCroix. So I'm like, oh, this is just like the store brand uh, LaCroix. So I, I, I think that I think I still got my taste. And then, of course, I went up and smelled stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I still got my sta- my taste uh, is still there. It's just this Soleil sparkling water sucks. So lucky for me, you know, I've had. I, you know, I, look, I had a year and a half of acting training, so I can, I've been trained in, in sense memory. So when I'm having anything, you know, it's, it's there as, as a, uh, as a one year, as a year and a half trained actor, I can use my sense memory skills to, uh, imagine the smell of coffee and the taste of coffee. Um, but, but I, I do know that if you have, 
because because like look when when you test negative when your COVID goes away you your it takes a sec for your for your taste and your smell to come back. So um, yeah, if you if any parents out there need uh, if they want me to help uh, change their baby's dirty diaper, <laughs> I won't be able to smell it. I'll, uh, I'll I should just charge that. Like yeah, I'll do it. Uh, it won't won't matter to me. I'll, I can't smell a fucking thing. Um, I really should charge. Should open up that in, so to open up that business. And like I was looking it up, like what it is. I guess like your your olfactory nerve gets all fucked up from the virus, and that's why you can't smell. Um, I wonder if it has anything to do with like the, is it the temporal lobe <laughs> from The Exorcist? Uh, that's my favorite part of The Exorcist is uh, or no, it's wait, I think I think it's the frontal lobe, but like that. Anytime I hear lobe, I just think of The Exorcist, and like that doctor in The Exorcist just is not. He's like Dr. Fauci. Uh, like he just won't, I feel like he's so stubborn to kind of change, to kind of like go back to kind of normal life. Uh, <laughs> like that, uh, that doctor in the exorcist is so convinced that what Reagan's dealing with is the temporal lobe, even though she's literally like flying across the room and like moving furniture with her mind and spewing up green vomit. Yet this guy's, this guy just will not budge off the temporal lobe. Um, and you know, my, my, my opinion literally doesn't change at all. Like, I don't know where I got this. I probably got it. Um, I probably got it at the new Beverly, uh, because they lifted their mask mandate and, and I've heard there's been whispers of them putting the mask mandate back in and in LA County, like my opinion has not changed. Like keep that mask mandate lifted because literally all you're going to do is put it back in and then lift it again and we'll get COVID again. Like it's so it's again, it's so stupid. Um, but I've been wondering like what, what I would rather have, like what I, because I'd, I'd say it lives somewhere between a bad cold and the flu. Um, but again, these things come in waves. Like usually when you have a cold, um, sorry, when you have a cold and same with the flu, it all comes in one big wave. Like you wake up one morning, it's like, ah, I feel sick. And you have a runny nose or a stuffy nose or a sore throat or whatever it is. It's all in one big wave. And then same with the flu. Like when you have the flu, you wake up with that fever. Like I woke up on Sunday, you wake up with the fever, the body aches, and you can't fucking move and you have no appetite. The flu sucks. The flu is the shittiest is just the shittiest. I mean, I've had it three times in my life and, and I, and it's, it's a nightmare, but COVID is weird because, because of the, it comes in waves. Like it doesn't all come in one giant wave of just like, Oh, I've got a fever. I've got body aches. I've got a cough. I've got congestion and I can't smell or taste anything. It's like stages. Uh, it sucks. Now for those of you who, who have not heard <laughs> any stories of one person's battle with COVID, I just want to, I just want to reiterate, re- reiterate that, you know, for, for those, for those of you out there who have not heard any of this information, <laughs> It really sucks. Uh, so I don't know which one I'd rather not have because when you have the flu, you can't move and you can't eat actually. Like you don't have an appetite, but then with COVID you do have an appetite, but you can't taste anything. Uh, and then a cold, I probably would just rather have a cold. Um, cause even with a cold, like you can still go out and do stuff, even though you're just going to give some other people your cold. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So I'd definitely rather, I, I think I'd rather have the cold, you know what? COVID's the worst of it because you feel fine, but you can't go anywhere. It, 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 like that's the thing. I can't go do anything. Uh, I mean, I can take my dog out and look, I went and got snooze last night at seven 11, but I wore my mask. Um, but I'm sure that's, you know, is that immoral? Is that illegal? I don't know. Um, I, uh, but yeah, no, this thing really does suck. Even though you do feel like for the most part, you do feel fine. Um, the, the not being able to taste sucks. So it's like, what would I rather have? Like no appetite with the flu where literally when you put something in your mouth, you throw it back up or not even be able to taste your food. It's almost like they both, they both, they both blow. And I'd almost rather have the no appetite. Um, 
And you know, people say that they've lost their, their sense of smell when they've been sick. I mean, that's never happened to me. Uh, that's never happened to me ever. Uh, when I've had a cold or the flu, um, I think maybe it's more like you're so congested or like literally the only thing that you can taste is like the, like the sick taste in your mouth, just the taste of just like snot. And phlegm. Um, this is like a legit neurological that prob like thing. Um, and it, and it can fuck right off. So, so yeah, so that's that. Um, but, uh, okay. So we got lethal weapon three coming up next. God, AMC during the day is pretty great. Um, so yeah, so you know what? Let's put the bad, let's put the, let's put the bad taste to the, to the test. Uh, let's, let's, um, let's put this thing. I saw Beyonce, uh, released a new song. So let's see if my taste is what it used to be. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, I like this song. Uh, that'll be, that'll be the, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to run that test. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Is it break my soul? Single 2002. Yeah. So let's listen to this new Beyonce song and then we'll see. So let's test. Let's, let's do the taste test. So this is it. This is the new Beyonce, everybody. Great. So it's just another song for spin classes. I kind of respect like the 90s sort of R&B vibe of, that she's going for. I guarantee this is on like 90% of Raya profiles right now. A hundred percent. Okay. No, I'm not a Beyonce guy. Okay. So I guess my taste is still intact. No disrespect to Beyonce. She's, she's talented, but like, um, I'm just really, I've just never been a big fan of her. So I guess I have some of my taste back, but like literally like that again, that's what happened. Like some of these, some of these songs that come out, like again, like this is probably being played at every Soul Cycle class everywhere. Um, it's almost like they're just making songs for 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 spin classes. So like it's at times. Um, and this is also just like I'm just picturing like every single trendy restaurant. Um, like like when you're at a restaurant you can't kind of hear the music because so many people are talking but then when you go walk through the hallway to the bathroom is when you can finally actually hear what music is being played this is the song that i picture that being it's just another one of these trendy restaurant soul cycle raya profile songs um yeah i yeah i can't i've never been a queen bay uh fan um, I'm not that she's not talented, but like, that's just, that's just not my strain of COVID right there at all. Um, not my bag. So that, so that, uh, that side effect is, is, <laughs> I feel like I still have my taste somewhat. Um, but yeah, I just, I saw that this morning that, that she put out a new song and I'm sure like every white girl is just levitating right now listening to that song. Um, I can't tell if she gets... No, I mean, that's the thing. Like, she is good. It's just literally... I wish that wasn't the big music reveal. Like, that. I think like that's the thing. Like, there's just no... There really isn't something for everyone anymore. Like, like the only big music reveal now is literally, like... Like, like the, like the, like we're, we're like time stops. It's literally Beyonce and like Justin Bieber and I guess Billie Eilish. Um, and I don't look, I like, I, I, like, I, I get it, but, um, yeah, there's no, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they're not giving much attention to, you know, Herbie Hancock's new album. Um, but, and again, like I get it, but, uh, it just, it, it, it sucks that there's really no, 
like when someone like a big like like I feel like when a big album came out in the seventies, it could literally it could literally be like anybody. Um, like you had the Beatles. Although maybe I don't know. Maybe it was maybe it was the same thing. Like you had the Beatles. I feel like when Led Zeppelin put out a new album, it was a big deal. I feel like when Pink Floyd put out a new album, it was a big deal. Um, but then there was also like the pop shit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, like I, I talk about it like I was there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I have no idea. But still, it's like there's there's only like when a when a when a song when a big song comes out like a big like Beyonce dr- putting a new song out is a big thing. Same with like Drake. Uh, I feel like it only it really is only there for a certain like granted a big group of people but I feel like you need to be of a certain age. Um, I guess that's just popular music though. I guess that's really the way it always was. Miss me on like being um, like, I I always need to catch myself because look, if I was 40 in 1972 and the Rolling Stones released exile on main street, like that was a big deal because it was the stones and i wonder if 40 year olds were just like man like where's like so how would how would you be, how you would need to be 40 if you were 40 in 1972 that means you were born in 1932 so what was like the popular music when you were in your 20s so that was in the fit. I like, you know, like I get it. Like I get it because it'd be like, Hey, where's the Dion and the Belmont's new like album? You know, like, so I get it. I, I, I get it. Um, I get it. I'm 40 and the popular music and the big albums or the big releases coming out are not, are not tailored to me. So no, I, I never want to be, you always need to catch yourself to just be like, what is this music? It's just like, that's literally been said forever. I mean, God, I used to DJ in New York city at my friend's restaurant. And I look, I used to play like what I was, what I thought was good shit. I used to play like a lot of Smokey Robinson. I used to play a lot of Steely Dan. I used to play a lot of like Booker T and the MGs. And like in my mind, great music of the sixties and seventies is basically what I was playing. A lot of like funk soul, you know, some, some, some rock here and there. Uh, like I was playing great stuff and my friend's father-in-law came in and he, he was in his seventies and he was like an old jazz guy who want, probably wanted me to play like count Basie or like chick web or stuff, stuff that Ryan Gosling and La La Land would have wanted me to play. But so he was like an older guy and I like, I'm sitting here playing Booker T and the MGs and stuff that I think is great. And he, and afterwards my, my, my friend asked him what he thought of the music and he was like, yeah, it fucking sucked. All that kid was playing was disco. He thought like, so he thought like sixties soul was disco <laughs> which is which which is hilarious i wasn't like pissed but you know he wants he wants that he wants like that old 40s jazz so you can't i i never want to be one of these people who's just like ah music today what is this that the kids are listening to that's literally happened even back in an era even in the years where you think everybody was just obsessed with me like in the 70s like you just think everybody was automatically obsessed with you know um, grand funk railroad, even though that was probably appealing to the kids at that, at that age, at that time. So that, that's the thing. If I was 40 in 1972 and the stones put out exile on main street, I wonder if 40 year olds liked that or if they were like, fuck this, who are these guys with their tight pants? And like, I can't tell if they're a man or a woman. Uh, I, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, you, I, I never want to be one of those people. So, so you know what, if Beyonce, the, the new Beyonce, I hope you're all enjoying it. Uh, those be the Beyonce fans out there. Okay. So lethal, lethal weapon three. So, wait, so they're back to street cops. Now is Danny Glover too old for this? I would imagine, uh, he really like, I, I, I've, you know what? It's been a while since I've sat down and really like cranked out these lethal weapons because, 
I mean, does his pension just suck? Like, why does he not just retire? Uh, like, he says he's too old for it. And, I mean, these are intense movies. So if he's too old for this shit, like, like look, being a cop is stressful, as it is. The, the, the cops in the, co- the, the shit that Mel Gibson and Danny Glover see in these Lethal Weapon movies is more than a cop sees in, like, a 30-year career. So, like, what does, what exactly needs to happen for Danny Glover to finally, like, call it quits? Like, his house gets bombed. He's in a fucking huge chase right now with, uh, like, these guys that just looked like they robbed a security van. He's been electrocuted by Gary Busey. Um, like, like, it's so funny that they, they just keep, keep these movies going. Um, so, yeah, so... Speaking of movies, I guess the Camp Good Boy Wreck of the Week this week. You know what's actually pretty good is um, is that George Carlin documentary on HBO. It's not bad. It's the problem though is that it's like every other documentary. They're all the fucking same. They like they really are. One sec, guys. Okay, sorry, I had to get up there and um, take care of a little business. (laughs) Ah, fuck, a little congestion, a little, a little hacking there. It's weird. The uh, like they the the I I mean I think Uh, COVID's definitely. um, One sec. Let me pop a camel snooze in that I can't taste. Um, COVID's definitely, uh, it's definitely evolving. Um, I feel like it was always about the dry cough, but I've definitely had like the, um, I've had a quite, I've had a quite a productive cough. I've had, I've had a real Richard Simmons cough. Um, this thing's getting up and getting after it, coughing up some stuff. Um, and, uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, and I mean, I got to tell you one thing that this, the saving grace, like if you're not neti potting, like when you're sick, you're, you're doing yourself a major disservice. Cause I don't think COVID saw neti pots coming. Uh, cause I, cause you got the congestion and the, and those, that neti pot, like there's things that you just cannot get rid of by blowing your nose. And when you use a neti pot, whether it's the pot or the navage, like the machine, um, sorry, that thing is just getting shit out. That's just living. It's, it's not even in your nose. It's like the stuff like in your forehead sinuses, uh, that COVID does not like neti pots. I mean, it's literally like, yo bro, I'm like making good music in here. and You're just flushing it all out. Um, yeah, it was not ready for that. So that can, I don't know that, that it doesn't, again, it's like taking a decongestion with COVID. Like, It'll make you feel better, but it, you know, I mean, it really, it's not certainly not getting rid of the COVID, but, uh, but, but, you know, like anything you can do to kind of take the sting away and it does the, the neti pod definitely does. Like I'd rather, I kind of think decongestants are fucking bullshit. Like decongestants, cough suppressants, like I, I cough medicine to me never really does much. Um, but neti pots do neti pots always, always kind of make it a little easier. So I highly recommend the neti pod, but, um, what was I talking about? Um, fuck. What was I talking about? Uh, Oh, yo. So George Carlin, the George Carlin documentary, uh, there's Joe Pesci. God, Joe Pesci's great in this movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, the George Carlin move documentary is good, but it's like every other documentary about a famous person, especially like, a like a faint, like a, like an artist of some, of some sort or like an actor. Or, yeah. Like an artist. It, they're, they're just all the same. It's the classic, like great, like opening montage of how awesome the person was. And then let's take it back to the beginning and Judd Apatow directed it. And well, especially if it's about a comedian. Um, and it's just always like, my father was a plumber. <laughs> My mom was a teacher. The old black and white photos of them as kids. And, and like, I mean, like I made a starter pack about it. Like they are all the same. So I, I, event, I, I it's not that I check out. Um, it's just, 
they just become they they become very redundant, which is why the better documentaries are the ones like um like like capturing the Freedmans, that really fucking twisted one from the you know what it is it's the 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 the, the documentaries about stories about something that happened uh, to a non-celebrity are always the better documentaries than the ones about a celebrity because they're just all the same. What are you doing, Molly? You coming up here? Good girl. They're all, they're all the same. They follow just the same, um, just the same old beats. It's like the music biopics. That's why Walk Hard is like one of the best comedies ever because... It, like they're just they, these 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 music biopics are all so so similar, and they all follow the same same storylines. Uh, and then there's usually like a sibling that's still alive and a daughter that's still alive. The Gary Shandling one was actually really good because it wasn't actually a like it was a documentary about his life, kind of like a cradle to the grave, but it was about something different. It was about like this. You can chase, you know what he was. Yeah, like obviously, you know, he was a comedian and then he what like the Larry Sanders show and etc. But it was actually about like no one ever knew about these like this like this like Zen side of him. Like you just knew this like, oh, he's just another comedian. But he actually had this really, really Zen side of him that no one ever really knew. And it was like it was like interesting. The George Carlin one is I mean, look, there's, there's certain things I didn't know about George Carlin, but, uh, was this like clean cut comedian in the sixties and I think the fifties. And then he just, then he dropped acid, like, you know, that old story. Next thing you know, they, they, it's just, they're just a different person. And which is why I never want to drop acid because, I kind of like how I am and I, I feel like you're going to do it and then you're not going to be who you were and it's going to be like, well, fuck. Um, see, George Carlin, actually, I don't think he loved what he was, even though he was good and successful. When he dropped acid, that's when he grew his hair long and he grew a beard and he became his like comedy became a little bit more like thought provoking. But but I was thinking so like he 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 dropped the LSD and then he grew his hair really long and grew a beard. Now, if that had had, and, and he was on a lot of talk shows, and I think there were a lot of stories of just like, whoa, like, look at this new George Carlin. If he had done that now with social media, I feel like this is the problem with social media is like literally any time a celebrity does something different or they change their style, they're like made fun of. Like, oh, my God, look at the look at George Carlin now with the long hair. Like there's like memes about it. There's just like constant ridicule to the point where like he might have even gone crazier than he already actually did because his, his material in the in the late 70s was really shitty. Um, it wasn't until the 80s where he actually like cut his hair again and he became just this like really just savage comedian that was just going after like he it's like he was really going after more important shit um which became a staple but like if it it's like kanye west like kanye west clearly has you know serious mental problems and any and it doesn't help that he's he also has an insane ego uh problem and I mean, he gets ridiculed left and right i feel like and, and look it's not fair really um but if that if we had had social media when George Carlin changed his style from like this short haired clean comedian to uh, this like long haired hippie, like I wonder if he like again he was still doing good work, but he would the ridicule would have been there, and like I, I wonder if he would have been like fuck this or just kind of kept going because he was still doing good work, but it's 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 funny how like when you made a quick like a, a little change back then shows shows did pick up on it they're like oh you got the long hair you're real hippie now but so take that and then combine the social media of it which just would have been interesting i guess like who knows what there's no way to prove what would have happened but it would have been interesting to see um how how it that's what have, that's what would have happened it would have been memes about like his long hair and his hippie style. And uh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I just thought that was interesting. I didn't really make a great point there, but, um, 
God, you know, I was thinking, I, I forgot to mention, uh, like, I, like, like, I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty cool, I think I'm pretty, I, I, like, I don't get, I don't, I don't get into like trying to be cool. Uh, cause I think cool or trying to be cool, like cool is never really that cool. Uh, um, it just isn't. And trying to be cool is like the least fucking cool. But like, I think like the real, the one of the coolest things that you can do is, uh, it's the, uh, it's not reaching into a Tylenol bottle and getting a pill, nor is it tapping on like tapping the pill into your hand. It's the putting the, putting the Tylenol bottle up to your mouth and like basically tilting it back and like taking the pills that way, like shooting a pill of Tylenol. It really helps if there's only like five tablets left in the bottle. But, uh, that to me is like the coolest thing you can do. Just like pulling it out of your pockets or like your purse or your jacket and just kind of tilting it back and like knocking that pill back into your mouth, uh, right directly from the bottle, like just taking a shot of it. Like if I see somebody do that, I'm like, that's fucking cool. I really like I'm officially stating that's like the coolest thing that you can do um i wish i could do it i have a really big bottle of uh, ibuprofen right now and that it's got to be the little uh bottle of of pain reliever and just yeah just tilting that back up to your mouth like you're taking a sip there's only got to be like maybe five pills left in there because then it really or or if there's one pill left that's really the that's like the money shot like you can just kind of take that one down like an oyster shooter um that is that to me is the epitome of cool like taking a shot of of like tylenol I think that that's pretty cool. Uh, um, so let's see. We're at the 43 minute mark. I think we're getting some shout outs. Um, let's get into this right now. Um, I don't have them written down again. I, I kind of like winging the shout outs, actually. Uh, where are you, Kiss? Um, All right, guys. Here we go. Shout out time. Uh, yeah, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got. Uh, let's go to the comment section here. Alrighty. Um, let's make it rain. Uh, hey, shout out the Jort Report. Big shout out. Hey, shout out Livy Kitty. Been with me for a while here. Shout out. Hey, shout out GS3100. Big shout out. Um, hey, shout out Exuberation of Jubilee. I think maybe a new follower. I'm not sure. I've been seeing that name pop up a lot. Um, where else? What else we got here? Hey, shout out JT Squiggle. Um, hey, shout out Jeff Harkins. Big shout out. And let's get a last one in here. Hey, shout out PKevCom. Shout out. Hey, shout out Jersey Dave784. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. If you are listening, <clears throat> if you're not, all good. Um, and it is summer, guys. It's finally summer. Um, I hope you guys had a good Juneteenth. <laughs> um, you know, I like, if you're racist uh, and you don't like Juneteenth, you, you get a day off. Like, like, can your racism for, for a day? Like, like seriously, um, they literally found a new day off for you. So, I mean, I don't know how wide that of, of hatred that day has. It's fucking insane that there would be, but you know, there definitely is, um, for the love of God, you're getting another day off, uh, that, that someone that people had to suffer for. So, I mean, good Lord. Take your day off and, and fucking can it. Can the hate. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so summer, so summer's in full swing, guys, and uh, we, we made it. Camp is officially open. Well, camp's not open. Camp is closed until, uh, until I test negative. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing that sucks is that literally um, – it's it, see, this is the thing that's like, so I'm, I'm, I'm a homebody in general because I work from home and, and you know, I, I only really like going out if it's like, if it like means something. Like I remember a friend of mine said that when I show up somewhere, it me, it means that it's special. Now, granted, that doesn't mean that it's not special if I don't show up. Like I'm, I obviously my friends go out and do stuff and have fun without me. I, I'm not, I'm not, I know that I'm not like, I mean, like, seriously, I'm not trying to say that when I don't go somewhere, it's not special for, for friends of mine, but I just, I like, I, I think life's better when you kind of pick your spots because just cause I, I hate getting the, the worst thing is to get sick of something. And when you do it all the time, I just get sick of things when I do them all the time. 
Um, that's why I like to space out my, my, my dates where I golf. That's why I like to space out like new Beverly. That's why I like to, that's why I like to space out everything because then when you do it, it just, that, that feeling of it being a special thing to you never goes away versus cause look, I've, I've, there was a time where I was living down by the beach that I golfed every day and I got burned out. And I, there was actually a time when I was at the new Beverly, I was going all the time and I wasn't picking the movies as carefully as careful, carefully enough. And I was like, Oh, I, Oh that, I want to go to that. And not everything. Look, as, as much as I love that place, not every experience there is great. There have been a few stinkers. Um, so yeah, so I, I can be a homebody because I just, I like to pick my spots to, to do things. I just don't like to, um, I don't like wearing myself out. And I just, it's just so much better if you're just like, Ooh, yeah, like let's do that there and that there. And and yeah, I just, I just like spacing things out and I work from home and it's nice to just get a balance of friend time and family time and alone time. You really, you balance those whole all that stuff out. And to me, I think that's, that's the way to go. But, but it does suck that like just even it's, I remember when I sprained my ankle, I sprained it in, I think five years ago when I was surfing and like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I've sprained ankle. Fuck it. But then you, you, you take for granted, like, oh shit, I live alone. I gotta like get my cereal and my coffee and like hop it over to my table where I eat. This sucks. Oh shit. I gotta go get something at the pharmacy. Fuck. I gotta crutch to the pharmacy um, this is when I lived down in Venice and I, everything was pretty much like a lot of things were walking distance, but you like, you take, definitely take for granted. Like I can't, I could go to the grocery store. I mean, I could, I'm, I'm not going to, I feel like I, I could again or not. Like, I mean, I'm going to wear a mask. Like, I don't know. I thought these masks work. Um, like I could, I, again, like I said, like I sneaked out to seven 11 last night, I wore a mask and there's a plastic divider. There's always, there have been between, um, between the, uh, cashiers and the customers, which I, that should just stay there. I mean, seven 11s are gross. Anyway, I've kind of fine wearing a mask in seven 11 forever. Like those, those things are just disgusting. They, like they just, there's homeless people out front that the, the food, the pizza is gross. I mean, seven 11 should just always be a mask made at seven 11. But like you like it, it, it's not like I was supposed to play golf this weekend and I probably will not be able to go. I'm going to test myself again tomorrow. I'm definitely still COVID positive, but, um, no, it sucks. That's the shittiest thing. This is the fucking quarantining. Even though I am a homebody, it still sucks. Um, even though I didn't mind like the first two weeks of quarantine back when COVID first started, I kind of liked because it reminded me of, um, like snow days as a kid and staying home from school. And you didn't, you didn't feel so bad, uh, doing nothing because the rest of the world was basically doing nothing along with you. So there was something fun about it, despite the fact that people were dying left and right. But, uh, but, um, yeah, it sucks because you can't go anywhere. Even when you have a cold, you can still like go somewhere. When you have the flu, you can't even leave your bed. But with COVID, like you're up and you're you're even though like you, it kind of comes in waves, you are up and you are moving. And it's like fuck, like I, I you know I kind of got I want to take this package back and I want to go. Um, I can't like take Molly to her uh, to her pet stores. It, it, it sucks. It, 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 the 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 quarantining blows. And then they say like. Uh, after five, like the, the CDC, like, no one knows what the fuck this thing is. It, it's such, it's so stupid. Like now you can wait five days uh, and then you can be around people with a mask, but you still have it. So I don't like, I, I don't, it's so stupid. Just doesn't wait till you're fucking negative. But I feel like in like four, cause again, COVID's not going anywhere. So I feel like maybe in 40 years when we become so, it just becomes the more normalized it becomes. Eventually you probably will get COVID and you won't have to cancel poker night <laughs> or you, you'll eventually be able to go do stuff like when you have a cold. Um, like when you have the flu, you're not going out anywhere. You feel awful. You can't even move. But with COVID, I feel like it will eventually be like a cold 
where you're just out and you have like, Oh, I got a little COVID. Like you're just going to, we're going to eventually be so used to it that you won't be like, ah, like get away from me. Um, but then see, it will suck when you, if you have COVID and it's like, ah, oh, I'm going out to dinner tonight to, um, going out to Ruth's Chris, uh, but you can't taste a fucking thing. See, that's, what's going to suck now. Granted, who knows how this thing's going to mutate. Um, like eventually you'll be able to just wake up and you like speak Portuguese or I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it sucks. It, it, it sucks. Uh, like I've, uh, again, I've had worse flus, but it still sucks, uh, because of the coming in waves thing. And, um, but it happened guys. It's nice to, uh, it's nice to feel wanted out there by the, uh, by the world. Um, I really feel part of it now. Um, so so yeah, that's that. COVID has come to camp. Um, and uh, yeah, good year so far. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, let's call it there, campers. Uh, I hope you stay safe out there and uh, I'll keep getting better. So uh, yeah, all right. That's about that. That's that. I will uh, talk to you guys next week and uh, stay safe and uh, talk to you later.